Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. <laughs> Dell challenges the status quo, questions everything, and empowers you to return to your core beliefs to make your life better. If you're ready to hear the truth and catch your roadmap to the lifestyle you really want, the next hour will change your life. And now your host, self-made millionaire, national award-winning investor of the year, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Del Wamsley. Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Del Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. My address, if you want to contact me, is askdell at l-u-i-n-c dot com, askdell at l-u-i-n-c dot com. And uh, we can get your you know questions answered for you. Um, it's me answering your questions. No one else. Uh, I take my own emails and so forth. So if you've got something, send it to me, and we'll see if we can get it. If it's good, uh, we'll, we'll think about putting it on the radio as a question uh, that we can answer. A past friend we've had on before. He's been in here before multiple times, and uh, for a good reason. He's got an incredible story with us today. Is Bill Fravel out of Florida. Bill, welcome to the show. Thank you, Dell. I do appreciate you having me on again. Well, we appreciate you coming back. The story just gets better every time. Uh, we're talking about the big B this time. Portfolio just went over a billion dollars in value. Wow, that's a big number. It is. <laughs> it is. It's pretty amazing when you think about it. Yeah. I want to start with, uh, for people that are just listening and have not heard your story in the past, which is going to be most people because listeners come and go in general. They come because they need it. They get involved and then... At that point, they're successful, and they don't have to listen to what we're worried about. So let's talk a little bit about your past. Uh, one of the things that's interesting to me, Bill, is that as I was reviewing your history here a little bit, was that many people come to real estate because it's a something-for-nothing type of adventure. It's, wow, let's go over here and get rich quick type of thing. But that's really not yourself. And what's interesting is that you're the type of person who actually just grounded out doing the the regular stuff that most of us think would, wow, that, that would make you a successful person, becoming an orthodontist and so forth. So tell a little bit about your backstory before we get into your real estate career. Okay, that would be great. Um, well, I, uh, I'm a career orthodontist and um, actually am pretty much retired at this point, but I started uh, doing orthodontics in 1980, and yes, you're right, I pretty much followed the path of going to school, get good grades, get a great job. In fact, with me, I was able to start my own practice 
um, in Orlando back in 1987. Um, my wife, I'm very lucky to have her. She uh, she managed the office the whole time, so it allowed me to see patients and do my thing, and, and she managed the office for me. So we were able to create a fantastic business. Unfortunately, as I learned as time went on, if I wasn't there to turn that key and open the door every morning, there was no business. So it was a, a situation where uh, the practice continued to grow. Um, I did what everyone told me, save up this nest egg, and, and one day you can retire. And as time went on, I just kind of knew this, this just doesn't seem right to me because this nest egg, I mean, it's just going to start going down, down, and down, and, and you have to watch that, and, and what do you put that money in? And, and uh, I was looking for another avenue. I was trying to get out of the box I'd been in my entire life uh, because, again, the practice was doing great, and I was ready to start slowing down, but I wasn't quite sure what to do. Um, and this is pretty much where real estate came in and gave me a new avenue. Now, before, though, didn't your father do some real estate in the past? Was there yeah. some history there? Yes. Thanks for bringing that up, Dale. Um, my father was a, he worked for the, uh, I'm from Louisville, Kentucky, and he worked for Louisville Gas and Electric for 45 years. I think he came to the same conclusion as me as, is this all there is when I retire? And he did actually have a pension. There, there has to be more, there, there needs to be more income coming in. So he himself invested in some uh, single family homes. He actually converted them into apartments. Um, for probably the last 10 years before he retired. So when he retired, he actually had something else to do, and it was actually making income. So I was privy to go and watch him uh, rehab these homes into apartments. And at that point, he uh, he did all the work himself. He was the kind of guy that was 100% in. He collected the rents. And he did that till he was probably in his 80s when he finally sold the places. Wow. Did any of that rub off on you? or I think it really did. I was, because uh, I'd been interested in real estate. In fact, when I first started practicing orthodontics in South Florida, I worked for a, a group down there. And um, since I had, I was just an employee, at that point, I was actually looking into real estate. Um, did actually buy a fourplex at that point, but then we decided to move up to Orlando, so it was pretty much short-lived, but it did give me a taste. So it's, it's interesting because you succeeded on both ends. I mean, you succeeded as, you know, the college route, get the good job, become a professional, and then going on to own your own business as a professional. Uh, like you said, you built yourself a business and you owned yourself a job. I get that. But but that was successful. That was something, right? And then you started this stuff on the side, too. Uh, what gave you so much drive, Bill? <laughs> That's a real good question, Bill. I've always been driven. Um, I've always been, uh, I'm a lifelong learner, always looking for something new. Um, I, and don't get me wrong, I love orthodontics. In fact, at this point, since, since I'm pretty much retired, I still like to go in uh, a day, day and a half a week and see patients because it gives me so much enjoyment. 
But um, now being in real estate, it also, the real estate itself gives me income every month through the passive route. Well, that's the end of the story. So I'm going to back you up a little bit from there also. Um, let's go back to, you said at one point you, you got interested and you bought some houses and you took some Robert Kiyosaki, I think it was Rich Dad type program or something. Tell us about that generation of your looking into real estate. Yes, so that that was later on. Actually, when we moved to Orlando, um, we'd, we'd been uh, in business there for quite a while. And then when the we had the downturn, in 2008-9, at that point, I was actually, I took a course from Robert Kiyosaki. He didn't really go anywhere. They don't have really any follow-through. But I can say he's a great writer. Rich Dad, Poor Dad's a fantastic book. Learned a lot there, especially about uh, cash flow. So um, when we had that downturn between 2010 and 2012, I had a friend of mine who was a real estate broker, at the time, he didn't have any money, and I did have a little bit of money. So with him, uh, I went out and bought nine single-family homes. Now, of course, I didn't know the, uh, the proper way to do it at the time, but I, I was a lucky guy because um, with the help of the broker, he had a, a company that would manage the properties for me, and also they'd go in and fix them up. Um, not to the standards I, I would look at today, but at least enough to get them rented. So um, with the, the fact that um, the market did appreciate over time, all these did go up and appreciate in value, and I was able to sell them. In fact, I just sold the last one last year, all for a real nice profit. You know, they say real estate's forgiving, and I think it is. I've seen people do it everything from completely backwards all the way to doing it perfect and everywhere in between people still seem to make some money out of it and obviously uh, picking up that you started in 2008 and 9 which is the downturn you had to make a killing on those houses if you're selling the last one now i mean that that's got to have gone up at least double and probably more even a, a couple of those houses i end up refinancing pulling money out and then selling them and, and even made more money doing that. So, no, it was very lucrative, again, because I was in the market at the right time. All right, so we're, we're talking about a gentleman here that Bill has been successful in business, successful as an entrepreneur, and successful as a real estate investor, and that's all before he even heard of Lifestyles Unlimited. So, I mean, you're talking about like the perfect characterization of a person that will be successful in life no matter what. When we come back from the break, what I want to cover is what changed when you came to Lifestyles Unlimited? Did you get any type of a heads up from that? We'll take a short break. Be right back with Bill Frabel and the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. With me here today on Tell Dell Tuesday is Bill Frabel out of Florida. And uh, Bill and his wife have done quite a few real estate deals. Let's say totaling something around a billion dollars in assets. Big number. The big B. The secret big B is out there, and it's impressive. So, uh, Bill, you, you, you did all this stuff before you even found Lifestyles. Let's talk about when you found Lifestyles. And having already done all this stuff, what was interesting enough for you to look into this program? I normally... When I'd go to lunch, I'd go out and listen to a podcast or something like that. And I'd been listening to a fellow named Ray Lucia. One day, Ray wasn't on, on, the, uh, <laughs> on the radio anymore, and you were. So I, I started listening to you after a few weeks. It started to intrigue me when I, when I was listening and, and listening to the fact that I might be able to actually get involved in multifamily apartments, because I'd never even heard of anything like that. I only thought big corporations own multifamily apartments. So that intrigued me quite a bit. I got online, because I listened to you in Orlando, and I got online and, and did the uh, the first little little thing that you guys have, and then I decided, you know what, um, it looks like I could do the two-day right online. So I went ahead and took the two-day online, and the first day being all about single-family homes, I learned that, boy, I sure should have done those houses a little bit different. But luckily, the again, the market was appreciating. And then on day two, that's what really blew me away when I found out I could actually participate as a passive investor in multifamily apartments. And that was, that's what really struck my interest. So you took it over the Internet. Then you came out later and watched it live? Yes unbeknownst to my wife, I told her a little bit about this, but she didn't really get involved for a while. And I said, you know what, we're going to go out and listen to Dell because I want you to hear this. So a year later, we flew out to Houston and listened to your two day. And I think at that point, she was convinced as well. <laughs> I'm surprised she wasn't beating you across the ears or something, right? <laughs> what is this? What did you bring me out to? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be a scary thing to have her hear me for the first time and not knowing what she's going to hear. You took the class, and was the wife on board then, you said, at that point? Oh, yeah. She was semi on board just from me letting her know what I'd learned. And then when we went to, uh, to Houston to do the two days, she was on board at that point. 
So what was the conversation, I always call it the fly-on-the-wall conversation, as you walked out of there and went to dinner after you'd listened to the two days? Let's talk about the second day, because obviously you've been doing single family for a long time, but what was the conversation like with you and the wife at that moment when you came out of that two-day? Well, at that point, believe it or not, I'd already uh, bought some uh, multifamily investments, <laughs> and so she finally realized what I was up to. <laughs> And um, so um, once that, once she figured that out and saw that this actually does work and I'm not doing one of my investment schemes and uh, she was, she was on board. So it didn't take long. Mm, Always easier to ask for forgiveness than to ask for permission, huh? Well, in some cases, (laughs) (laughs) she's not listening to this right now. (laughs) Uh, Okay. I'm not going to put you in the closet. That's not necessary. So you, you you went out and bought. Let's talk about what you decided to do at that point. But what was your plan? I mean, your short-term plan. I know the long-term plan is a billion dollars worth of real estate. So we'll get into that in the, over the period of the show. But what was your brain saying to you right then? Well, once I did the two-day online, I started um, again. Again, I'm I'm in Florida, and I'm I'm looking at buying investments in. Uh, Texas at the time, because really, you hadn't gone out of Texas. And so um, I started talking to some leads over the phone, listened to their, how they'd done and and gotten along with the deals and so forth. And and so my first inclination was, you know, I, I, because I'm so far away, and I can't really get hands on with this, I think I want to invest with some seasoned lead investors or syndicators. And so um, I did that. The first three or four deals I did were with seasoned lead investors. First three or four of 70 that you've done so far with over <laughs> uh, 13,000 units and over a billion dollars worth of net portfolio value. That's a lot. When you started out, you had the belief of diversification or not? Yes. I, um, again, when I first started out, I was pretty much just look, looking at Houston area, and the first few I did were, were in Houston, um, and then started venturing out to other parts of uh, Texas, and again, in the beginning, mainly sticking with proven leads. Um, as time went on and, and uh, lifestyles extended into other states, I think the next state I went to was Georgia. I met a young lead there and actually got in his first deal because I really believed in the guy and then just continued on. I I am in quite a few with with first and second time leads, but the bulk of them, I would say, are uh, longer term leads that have, have a lot of experience. So you decided that the jockey was more important than the horse? Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, I've always looked for for more of a, a yield play with a value add. And um, so I would say almost all of them. I think I'm in two or three value plays, but for the bulk of them, it's, it's more of a yield type play with some value add. Rule number two, there's got to be cash flow. Why do yeah. it if they don't pay you cash for using your money, right? Right. And the reason I got into this in the first place was to build up cash flow. So, again, I could go ahead and retire and continue to make income. Yeah. 
You know, a point that you make, I think a lot of people have been in it a while, make this point that, you know, even when you say you're going after yield plays, they all have a component over a period of time of value add. Just by the fact of the way we do it, by the fact of inflation, you know, little this, little that, but the bottom line is they almost all go up in value over a period of time. So 70 deals, and you started in 2015, that's six years ago. That's a lot of deals. I'd really kind of take a break now and let you think about this, but kind of come back prepared to give us a sort of rundown of how you did that. What was the path? Uh, was it one a year, two a year, five a year, or did all of them at the same time? Just kind of explain that all. Now, from the files of Del Wamsley. To be financially free, folks, you're going to have to be able to make good decisions. To make good decisions, you're going to need information. The reality is, is that there are all kinds of people trying to give you all kinds of ideas because they're trying to sell you something. With that in mind, you have to realize you're going to have to be able to read through their scripts and then look at and overview the concept of the rest of the world and parallel those ideas together and come up with the one you believe actually is true or more true or closest to the truth however you want to look at it because you know there's always two sides to every story however there is also two sides to this story a very high percentage of lifestyles alluded members are retired a very high percentage of lifestyles members are rich both of which cases they came to lifestyles neither rich nor anywhere near retirement we'll be right back with bill frable and the del wamsley radio show we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. With me here today on Tell Del Tuesday is Bill Fravel out of Florida. Bill has uh, accumulated uh, over a billion dollars worth of portfolio in real estate investing. And uh, he has purchased 70 properties. Of course, some of them sold. I see here eight of them sold, so you still have 62. But let's go back to when you first started. You're just coming out of the blocks and you're starting to buy this stuff. How did you pace yourself on buying these things? Were you like excited, just wanted to buy everything you could get, or did you have timing involved? Give someone that's thinking about this an idea how you paced yourself through this to get up to 70 deals. Okay, great. Yeah. If I would have had all that money available, absolutely, I would have jumped in. But no, I didn't do that. In 2015, when I joined, I had mentioned that uh, my first couple deals, I, I wanted to get season leads to to get in with and kind of get the feel of things. So. The first year, I only bought two deals, um, and then in 2016, I ended up getting into six more. Um, at that point, I had to start uh, liquidating, uh, as I mentioned, those single-family homes. So I started liquidating some of those, and um, so bought quite a few more in 2017. I think I bought about 11, and then... At that point, I knew this was the right thing for me to be doing. I could see that I was getting 
quarterly money coming in, mailbox money, we like to call it. And I could see this, this is the way to go. So I went ahead and uh, put my practice up for sale and got a buyer. And 2018, that was really the banner year because all of a sudden I had quite a bit of funds in order to invest. So 2018 was probably the biggest investing year for me. And then after that, buying a few along the way. But really at this point, I'm just um, buying new when one either refinances or we get the sale of one. So just kind of churning the money at this point. So I call it critical math. I've, I've hit the point now where I don't have to plug any more money in. I can just keep it going. Wow. There's um, a question. I'm trying to think how I want to frame this question because it's really strong to me that you were able to give up your practice. I, I'm, I'm not quite. I'm not framing that question. Let me just try to straight at throw a ball at you. How the heck did you feel strongly enough about this to give up an orthodontic practice? I mean, it's good money, and you know it's going to be there. It won't go anywhere. It's safe. It's secure. It's got all of your insurance and everything wrapped up in it, I'm sure, also. How did you come up with the guts to give that up? Boy, that's a good question, because I toyed with that in my mind for a long time. And I, I, I'm at the age where it would be time to retire. But as I mentioned, my wife was so good at managing the place, the income just kept coming in and the work kept getting harder. So I, I just got to that point where I just don't want to work any harder. But yet, at the same time, I didn't want to cut back. So I thought the best thing to do is get a buyer in here, but work it out so that it's in my favor. And that what that means is I was able to negotiate a price, um, a fair price, and go ahead and sell him the practice with the idea that I would stay on, help him out, and phase out over time because I really wasn't ready to walk away as I'm still not ready because I still like doing it. So the good news was the practice was at a point where it was probably up to a, a doctor and a half practice. And um, I think the buyer would also agree with that at this point. <laughs> um, so I was able to then get the funds out of the practice, liquidate, and then go ahead and um, purchase more apartment complexes along the way. So it's just, it's been a beautiful thing. Did you take the half doctor position? Is that what you did? You said a doctor and a half. He took the full yeah, doctor and you exactly. took the half. Exactly. The practice was so busy that we were just breaking out of the seams and, and I couldn't, I, I just didn't want to continue at that pace. So that's why this was the avenue I'd been looking for for a long time that I could, I could phase out. And it's really been a beautiful thing. You know, I had a, a dentist that was my first partner, and um, he had a traumatic action. He cut his thumb off with a chainsaw, which kind of ended his practice. But uh, because of him, I met a lot of other dentists, and one of the things I always told them was, you should find a way, even if you're going to own your practice, give away all the work that's the hard work that pays low money. In other words, hire assistants to do everything, and you only do the really expensive stuff, right? Which means cut yourself back to two days a week. You come in and do the, the big stuff. And right. I've seen many, many doctors do that, and it's, it really works. 
and like you say, you don't want to give up. You know, you've, you've developed these skill sets over 20 or 30 years of your life. You don't want to just throw them away. And you still get to, to do it. And I think that's really a great thing. I like the fact you got the money out of the practice and still got to do that. That's brilliant, the way you work that out. That has really worked well, exactly. And I'm still able to, he still needs me to come in. So it works fantastic. And I do, I still love doing orthodontics. So, so it's just been, it's, it's been a real beautiful thing. And now I can invest in apartments. So now you hit critical mass, which is an interesting point, isn't it? Because I'm just going to share this with you. you know, I, I'm at critical mass also, so it's one of those things where you just don't even think about the money anymore. It just happens, and it keeps growing. Is that not the case? It just keeps growing. You don't even you don't have to even work at it. It just it's growing. I, I don't know how else to say that. But every time I turn around, I have more money, and I make more money every year. And that to me is where critical mass has happened. I don't live on anything near what I make. And so it just keeps getting put back in type of thing. That's um, right. Um, one of the things I've always thought about was if I had this pile of money, which everybody told me that's what you have to do before you retire, then how could I possibly keep that pile and live off that but keep the same pile there for legacy later? And with lifestyles and and investing in apartments, that's out the window because the pile keeps getting bigger now (laughs) (laughs) and that's what's so amazing about it all it is it's it's hilarious situation i I remember this is just a fun side note we had a few seconds left here in this segment but i remember when i hit it became a millionaire and i go okay so i'm a millionaire what what's next Two million. Okay, boy, that sounds impressive. You know, I go, is there a 10 millionaire? <laughs> is there a 20 millionaire? You know, there's no number until you get up to a billion, right? There's like, okay, I guess 100 million sounds impressive, but, you know, it's just, I'm a, I'm a 13.5 billionaire, but it doesn't mean anything. And so it, you really just don't even care anymore. It's like, okay, I can't, I can't go force my wealth up to $100 million. But then when you start doubling things and you start getting compounded, like every, and like right now, most of the deals, I just got a deal that just sold, we just pulled out 100% return on a refi. So I was in it for three years. So it's not, it used to be a year or two we double these things up. Now it's, three years, but three years later, they give you back all your money. You go, you still own the property we own. You still have your investment, but here's all your money back. Do it again. And it just right. blows your mind. Yeah. I, I heard you mention that the other day, and I do want to let you know I'm in the same deal. <laughs> <laughs> so I got that uh, $85,000 check in the mail this week also. <laughs> <laughs> Kindred spirits, my friend. Kindred spirits. Oh, oh, it's a yeah. good feeling, isn't it? It's a good feeling. Oh, of, it, and, and, you know, 85000 isn't life and death, but I know there was a time in my life where that was more than what I made in a whole year. And it was just like, uh, here it exactly. is. It came in the oh, mail. Yeah. It's great. That's for sure. But, that, but like uh, John Price says, you have to reinvest that. Don't spend it. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. It's got to go back in. I've always, uh, always remember this statement. A woman came up to me one time. She said, Dell, I really love my husband, but I don't love him enough to eat lunch with him every day. Can you find something for him to do now that he's retired? Did you have the revolt where the wife says, I live here and I control the home, and now you're here, what do I do with you? Any of that? (laughs) Well, believe it or not, the wife is having a problem with retiring. She's still managing that office that I'm coming to a day and a half a week. (laughs) I got you. we got to take a break. We'll be right back with Bill Frabel and the Dell Humsley Radio Show. It's not just the money. It's the lifestyle. Here's Dell Wamsley. 
What does it mean to have enough money to do whatever you want? It means to have enough money that not only do you sleep well at night that you know you're financially secure, but it means strange things. Because I come from middle class. I don't come from wealth. I don't come from, you know, arrogant, scholastic, um, but, you know, people that come from doctors and lawyers and have gone to ultimate colleges and so forth. I'm just a regular middle class person like you. But what is it? that I'm so extremely happy about in my life? Is it the fact that I have more money than I'll ever spend? No, that's not really it. Um, is it the fact that I haven't had to work since I was 34 years of age? And take that with tongue in cheek. I mean, I work at Lifestyles Unlimited to bring this material to you. You know, the company runs without me. I do it because I'm interested in it. So to be able to do that and know that not one less cent will hit my checking account because all of my passive investments just keep paying me and paying me and paying me because I don't need to work at a job to get paid. We'll be right back with the Del Wompton Radio Show. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. With me here today on Tell Dell, uh, Tell Dell Tuesday is Bill Fravel out of Florida. Bill uh, is currently sitting on 62 multifamily apartment complexes. He's part owner in each of those, and uh, that's 13,468 doors or units. And uh, it's a portfolio worth over a billion dollars. It's quite an investment portfolio. As we were going to break, Billy, we were talking about the wife hasn't really decided to retire yet. Tell us about that. What, what's keeping her there working? Is that part of the contract that she had to stay there and run the business or is she did, didn't want to have nothing to do? The funny part is, Dell, that she swore that when she, when I sold the practice, the day I sold it, she'd be out. He'd kick her out of there. <laughs> and um, so she has no contract. But because she's always managed the office, it's just, it's a natural fit for him. But the thing is, she just, I, I don't feel like she's really ready to give it up yet. We keep talking about it and, and hoping, but um, she's, still, she's still plugging away at it. She really likes it. I think she's the one that's afraid if she retires, <laughs> what will happen to her when she's at the house all the time. Yeah, that's interesting because it really is a change of life. How have you filled the time, I guess, the way to to state it, from when you worked five days a week hard to now you're working a couple days a week. What are you doing with all that extra time now? It's just amazing how the time goes. The day goes before you know it. I don't even know how it works so much before, honestly. So <laughs> I, I'm really liking this new lifestyle. And um, when I just go in, I, I work on a Monday and a Wednesday afternoon, and it still keeps me tuned into everything. But um, it, it's a blast. I have a blast when I'm there now. Yeah, it's amazing how in life, whatever void you create gets filled somehow. There really is no time where you just have nothing to do. There's always something coming up for me also. I found that interesting that you bring that up. What is the plan now? You're in the later stages of the plan. What is the plan from this point forward? Well, as far as investing, I will definitely continue as we refi and as sales go on these apartment complexes. I'll continue to roll that. Um, after listening to Curtis Haynes talk about family, the family office, I'm definitely interested in, in working that out. Hopefully one of these days, even, I have two of my four children have, have an interest um, in lifestyles and have both of them have taken the two-day, but they're still hesitant to, 
to really get into it at this point because they have their careers they're doing. But I'm hoping one of these days one of my children will strike up an interest so they can they can help manage the family office with me. But that's kind of the plan now as far as, as my wife goes. <laughs> Hopefully she's planning in the next year or so, she keeps saying this, to go ahead and, and retire. But my hope is she'll do that at a slower pace like I did as far as cutting back to a couple days a week. And as far as I go, probably I'm thinking probably another couple years doing it that way and then and then move on from there. So you haven't got into the big travel years yet, huh? Some of our children are young. In fact, I just became a, a grandfather for the second time a week or so ago. We now have a grandson, which we're pretty happy about that. So that that's where the travel begins because uh, He's up in Huntington, West Virginia, and in fact, we're going to fly up there this weekend just to meet him, meet our new grandson, and um, and then we'll go back up there in a few more weeks for a week. So a lot of our time, I'm afraid right now, is going to be spent with family, which is not a bad thing. Let's talk about friends and family, people around you that have watched you go through this process. Did you have any naysayers? Not really. Um, the way I did it, not many people really knew what I was up to, what I was doing. They knew I'd invested in, in real estate before. I mean, I was talking about, and, and I've talked to a lot of dentists at this point. A, a lot of them, in fact, will come up to me at the expo after I do a show like this and ask me all about it. So, and, and I'm more than happy to talk to them about it. But uh, locally here, not many people really know what I'm even doing. It's interesting. You live in Florida, little town of Belle Isle. Where's that at? Well, Belle Isle's actually just a small area inside of Orlando. I'm essentially in Orlando. So you are a member of what we've tried to put together, I think it's been about five years ago, we started trying to go national with this thing. Were you ever in a situation where you felt like you weren't getting enough information or enough help? It's funny, but... This the way you've done this. I've actually gotten in and grown with the more information you put out there, especially on the internet. The more I can re- get out of it. So ever since I started, it seemed like I forget when you, you when you started going out of state, but I think that was probably around seventeen or so. So I feel like I have grown with lifestyles as far as their expansion, which has been fantastic. What about friends? Have you made any good friends in lifestyles? Oh, yeah. I have a lot of passives that I routinely talk with or text with, especially if there's a new deal coming out. Um, we'll kind of critique it, find out uh, you know, if it's a new lead, who knows anything about this guy. And so, yes, made a lot of friends that way. Really none, though, locally in Orlando. I've got some in Tampa, Jacksonville, a couple in Miami. But for some reason, Orlando is just is, is, out, is not, not getting into lifestyle. I don't know why. Yeah, well, it's a different crew of people there. <laughs> it's a different quality of life. <laughs> I guess you know, so. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, the people that live in Miami are not the kind of people that do what we do. Well, Bill, we're out of time. I appreciate you coming on again and sharing your story again with us. I look forward to seeing you at the Expo. Absolutely. I look forward to it, too, Dal. And thank you so much for the map. Now more intel to build a better lifestyle from Del Wamsley. There's lots of weird things about having money. I've got a gigantic house. I would, some would call it a mansion. I wouldn't really call it a mansion, but it's 16,000 square foot. 
like a 20-car garage. It's got a $500,000 backyard, wet area, swimming pool, koi ponds, nature area, gazebo, outdoor kitchens. I mean, it's got everything. It's got the whole bit. Really nice. And, and so I... I brought people here uh, to let them experience it and to share it with them and have parties. And that was really cool. It's always fun to have your friends over and give back and share things with them. That was really nice. But what's weird is, is that buying the house wasn't the problem. Matt, my dad told me this back when I was a kid. He said, Dell, it's not what it costs to buy something. It's what it costs to maintain. And boy, was he right. To maintain two and a half acres of landscaping that I have on this house cost me more than it cost me to have a landscape company take care of my apartment complex's landscape. They remember this. Bill, myself, and everyone else here, we're not doing this for some money. We're doing it for a lifestyle. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, teaching you the opposite of everything you've been taught so you can obtain the results you've never obtained. Join us seven days a week. Can't get enough? Visit DellOnTheRadio.com to listen to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, access past show podcasts, and join the conversation. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.